epigraph for the whole book comes from a poem by Adrian Rich. Integrity is its title. Anger and tenderness, the spider's genius to spin and weave in the same action from her own body, anywhere, even from a broken web. Catherine Keller chooses the image of the spider and the broken web as a key to understanding the situation we face in our world today. She suggests our world is breaking. The connections between and among us are breaking. And it is a spider-like nature, the passion to make and make again where unmaking reigns, that is a key. Now, she uses a theatrical parable from Kierkegaard to underscore the resistance creatives face here and now. She writes, It happened that a fire broke out backstage in a theater. The clown came out to inform the public. They thought it was a jest and applauded. He repeated his warning. They shouted even louder. So I think the world will come to an end amidst the general applause from all the wits who believe that it is a joke. Environmentalists, she says, have often felt like that clown. But Keller insists this passion at the base of all creativity is cosmic, intimate, political. The vitality of making no longer negates patience, but emboldens and energizes it. Patience can be a front for passive waiting of the old variety, but the patience that is untamed and elemental is a form of courage, making and making again. It will not abandon the total web of our connections in spite of failures of our energy and the recurrent disintegrations of community, the spider keeps on picking up the splayed threads of smashed efforts, joining them with fine, fresh filaments extruded from her own substance. Such dauntless determination generates a long-term momentum. Persons emerge who know their own endurance as web-like, each one at once, respectively, patiently feeling the world as it is, and creatively, urgently, making the world as it will be. Radical patience requires a dauntless trust in the creative process wherever we encounter it, in work, community, nature, dreams. There's courage, passion, and creativity in a project titled Dream on the Farm, unfolding year by year over the course of a decade in Wayne County. And this year, the image of the spider comes alive in offering ways of approaching the web of life that is fragile with threads breaking around us. It is a new original play titled Tavern at the Edge of the World. Run by the Spider Sisters of Arachne, the tavern is a place of refuge from a world in crisis from climate disasters. And the tavern faces both external and internal threats to its existence. The Spider Sisters must weave their web of mastery to survive and spread the seeds of future life on the planet. A speculative fiction directed by Tanis Kowalczyk, created and performed by the artists, musicians, and farmers of the Farm Arts Collective. Tanis Kowalczyk is founding artistic director of the Farm Arts Collective at Willow Wisp Organic Farm in Damascus, Pennsylvania, 
and we had a chance to speak with her by phone about her dreams. Farm Arts Collective is a collection of people, an organization, a not-for-profit that I started here at Willow Wisp Organic Farm about five years ago now. And our organization's mission is to bring together four life-sustaining practices. And those practices are farming, food, art with a focus on theater, and ecology. And we're doing that through various programs, through the creation of performances, and through workshops on farming and art and ecology. And so we have a very busy schedule, (laughs) especially in the summer when we're doing all of those things, when we have a lot of people around who can come and visit the farm, partake in farming workshops, but also get involved in a big theater production that we put on every year. And that theater production is called Dream on the Farm. And what Dream on the Farm is, is a 10-year decalogue of performances that we're focusing on the subject of climate change. And um, so developing a theater company with local artists and scientists and farmers who want to perform, people in the community who want to perform, We're working on it year-round and premiering it every August here at the farm. So it's like a very busy season right now for us all. Let me ask you about the way you approach the telling of stories. It's physical theater, it's pageantry, things like that. Yes, my my background as a theater artist, um, before I began farming with my husband here at Willow Wisp Organic Farm, my background was in more experimental and physical theater, devised theater, which is, you know, making a piece of theater over a long period of time with an ensemble, with an ensemble of artists, of musicians, of actors, writers. And so we're we're all very much engaged in the creative process of building the performance rather than just getting a script that has been pre-written by a by a playwright. We're we're doing all that work of creating text and character and music, um, it's all one big process, which often takes us, you know, a full year. And and my background was doing that kind of work in, in Canada, actually, where I'm from. I was part of an ensemble that was pretty influential in Canada in the 90s called Primus Theatre. And it was um, work based on the great teachers, Grotowski and Eugenio Barba, the Odin Theatre. So really heavy focus on the physicality, actually, and on, on the visual and the relationship, the physical relationship of the actors to the audience. And so we're often not doing like a classic proscenium style theater, but, you know, this play this year, for example, is an immersive performance where it takes place inside a tavern. We've transformed our greenhouse theater into a tavern. So it takes place there. And in in years prior, we were often doing uh, long walks around the farm um, and the audience experienced the performance on a long journey around the farm. And this year we've changed it up a little because it's always good to do something different, in my opinion, and to keep people on their toes, both the actors and the audiences. So that's what we're working on this year is this piece called Tavern at the Edge of the World. Tell us about the significance of the number 10. Well, we began doing our work on climate change in the year 2020, And around that time, a lot of the scientists who were speaking up about climate change and giving us the data and giving us the warnings about um, reducing emissions and changing our ways of consumption and all the things that we know we do need to do now 
about reducing our plastic use and our fossil fuel use, all of that, you know, they were saying we have a 10-year period to curb it, to reduce it, to really change our ways. And so as a, as a collective, Farm Arts Collective decided that we would take up that 10-year challenge and use our art to, to talk about climate change and to explore different stories each year. There will be a new story, a new play, a new version of what we as a culture need to be doing and thinking about regarding our position on climate change and what the heck we're going to do and for our future to, to try to mitigate and stop this heating of the planet and the crazy weather and everything that's happening to us all everywhere. Well, take us to the tavern then. What transpires there? Well, this year, this year's Dream on the Farm performance is called Tavern at the Edge of the World. And we are creating a world set in the near future. We're looking at a tavern that is here on this farm 40 years into the future. So the year is 2062. And the tavern is filled with a fictitious family, a mother who is starting to have tendencies of Alzheimer's and dementia. But she started the farm in 2020, this character Ruby. And she started the farm. She attracted a lot of people to the farm who were really wanting to, like, invest in making the world better through farming. So there was an intentional group of people who started this farm in our story. And it's their story now, 40 years later, where extreme weather has definitely made it more complicated and difficult to farm. The woman who started it is getting older. Her son has come back. And there's a group of women who are helping her run the farm called the Spider Sisters of Arachne. And they are a network of, of women who are really the, the kind of like the web um, that holds this community at this tavern together through um, sharing of information, through medicine, through learning, and through communication in various ways. Because we're imagining a world, this world we're imagining 40 years into the future has a lack of services and social services. There's a university's public education has taken a hit. There's going to be more of a kind of independent militia running the area. That's a big part of the story that we're imagining. There's going to be kind of more like militias, more guns, unfortunately, and more people like who are, who are scared, who are taking matters into their own hands because of the the decimation of public services. So this is the world we're imagining while all of the climate change has happened. That's so there's a lot of migration. People have lost their land. They've moved to other places. That's another big theme that everyone who comes through the tavern has lost something due to an extreme weather occurrence in their, in their country or state. So that's, that's the world we're creating. So it's a more dystopian. It's a much darker play and the pieces we've done in the past. I think just it's just where we are, you know, as, as a theater company and the stuff we've been going through in the last few years, you know, January 6th events, um, the COVID, you know, there's been a lot of troubles that we as a people have experienced over the last few years. So I think this piece maybe reflects a little bit of the of a more serious nature or, or, or perspective of the world that we're, we're feeling right now as a, as a group. 
And Tannis, you go back to Greek myth with Arachne, the spider, and the web weaving and the healing, perhaps, of what those women bring to the community. But I was also thinking about literature of, of yore and the stories of uh, the Decameron, Boccaccio, where there's a plague raging and people gather together and tell stories. Is part of the healing the telling of the stories? Absolutely. Part of the healing is telling the stories and of hearing hearing about something that, you know, we're talking about climate change, right? And and so are the characters in the show, or they've experienced it. They've, they're living it. They're living it. And so when we hear other people's stories, when we hear, when we watch something that has got music and poetry, interesting costumes, I think these stories that are being told in our performance are a kind of healing and a kind of new way of looking at and feeling about the subject that that a piece of art offers to the, the spectator. You know, we can read about it in the Times, we can read about it, watch it on television and all the networks, you know, all the reports on the weather. I mean, we keep hearing about whatever television station we're watching. These The weather reports are really alarming. But when you see a piece of art or you hear a story about people living in these hard times, I think it's like a, a a way to go beyond the fact and go beyond ourselves and feel something differently um, and maybe wake something up in our in our minds and in our hearts about what we can do or what we might want to do in in the future. And you are scrupulous about the science. You have worked, in fact, actively with scientists. Yes, absolutely. We have a scientist collaborator. She was once an employee with the NASA Goddard Institute of Space Studies, GIF, and she's a climate scientist, um, Elaine Matthews, who's worked with us and always looks at the text and always looks at the, the work we're doing to make sure, you know, we're, we're on point with the, with the material. Could you take this on the road? This performance, Tavern at the Edge of the World, is going to be taking place here at Willow Wisp Organic Farm August 3rd to 7th. And so this one is definitely come here to see it in our greenhouse, in the Farm Arts Collective greenhouse. And so we've transformed it into into a, a tavern setting. So the audience is invited in um, and they're invited to immerse themselves in this tavern set in the future, set in 2062. So there's like this whole whole fun thing of having to enter the space through this QR code security system, that we have an AI system inside that talks to the audience and talks to the characters. So it's like a very immersive, fun experience to come to the performance and view it in, in, the, in the greenhouse, a.k.a. now the tavern at the edge of the world. <laughs> we see that wonderful image on your website of people who are part of the cast raising a toast is that a hopeful gesture? Yes, it is a hopeful gesture. I think, like, in the end, you know, the performance is in three acts. The second act is, an act, is a full-on opera. It's a kind of dream of one of the characters. And the third act finishes with, with definitely a message of hope and healing. The, the Spider Sisters of Arachne offer that to the characters in the performance and to the audience. We, we have hope. We have hope. We have absolute hope that we can change and we can fix our wrongs and, and work towards creating a better world. That's, that's why we're doing this. 
And you were describing the type of theater, the physicality of the theater and the physicality of the relationship between the performers and the audience. We might say even in a cliche way about being embodied in this world, but in that way we identify more with the world around us, nature, and maybe perhaps get some sense even more strongly of the need to protect this beautiful earth. Absolutely. And by coming here to this organic farm where we're really doing our very, very best to keep feeding the earth with um, cover crops and feeding the soil and protecting the waters through our organic practices, and by creating just biomass here, by green things growing here, flowers um, feeding our insects, that people come here and see a piece about climate change. And there's like this sense of, wow, wow, we don't want to lose places like this. We don't want this to be destroyed. We want a place like an organic farm or a forest, a beautiful piece of land to be saved from extreme weather and floods and fires. And so I think I think our message being where it is here on this farm and this beautiful part of the world, that it has a more poignant um, message delivery when it's where it is. When you talk, too, about the four principles of Farm Arts Collective, and that's the arts, particularly theater and farming and food and ecology, they all come together in this piece. But talk to us about the food part in this piece. Is there something that is particularly a food aspect of this piece? Well, like all our shows, we actually incorporate eating into the viewing experience. And so at the top of the play, one of the characters says, oh, wow, we're going to eat well tonight. Mac, who's one of the characters who has come back to farm the land, his mother's land, Mac's actually doing some good growing here, and he's got a whole lot of a big bushel of tomatoes. And so we hear about about the tomatoes that Mac has grown. And so at the end of the show, we'll be in, enjoying those tomatoes. <laughs> the audience will be enjoying those tomatoes. You just used the word imagination. So that's part of what you were telling us earlier about the impact of viewing and taking part and immersing ourselves in stories like this. Our imaginations might be sparked to begin to imagine a better future. That's a hope. I think so. I think... All of all humans, you know, if they let themselves go and be immersed in a story, if they, if they let themselves, I think something will happen and something that we can't even predict. You know, we, we offer a story, we offer some song, you know, we put together this piece of like, it's a big imaginative piece. Tavern at the Edge of the World is, is very imaginative and speculative. You know, we're speculating, what is this place going to be like? You know, my son, my son is going to be my age, <laughs> when this play is taking place, you know, in reality. So it's like, it's really fun to imagine it. So hopefully this, this futuristic perspective and this, this idea we're presenting will, will spark a lot of people's imaginations in ways we don't even know. And so that's why eating at the end of a play together after seeing a show is really great because that's when the amazing conversations get to happen. And I love that part of our performances when we all get to eat together. Tanis Kowalczyk, the founding artistic director of the Farm Arts Collective at Willow Wisp Organic Farm in Damascus in Wayne County, Pennsylvania, speaking with us about the 2022 Dream on the Farm performance taking place August 3rd through 7th 
at the Farm Arts Collective at 7.30 each evening. And this year's play is Tavern at the Edge of the World. We always have a chance to visit a website, and in this case, you'll see wonderful, wonderful photographs of what the Farm Arts Collective is all about. There's a wonderful drone shot of the farm itself right along the river. It's breathtaking. And you'll learn more about Tavern at the Edge of the World. FarmArtsCollective.org, FarmArtsCollective.org. Tavern at the Edge of the World, August 3rd through 7th at 7.30 each evening at the Farm Arts Collective on Willow Wisp Organic Farm, a 30-acre working farm in Damascus, Pennsylvania in Wayne County. For more information on the web, farmartscollective.org, farmartscollective.org.